Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. At the end of each episode, I ask the participant to frame final words for future generations who may be looking back on this pandemic with curiosity, wonder, or the need for knowledge, just as we are looking back at the Spanish flu of 1918. These words don't always make it into the final podcast episodes, so every 10th episode will be a special edition of the final thoughts of the previous 10 participants. I believe very sincerely that there's opportunity to reap wisdom and experience life in absolutely everything. I have a recording of when I was in the detention center when I'd first arrived there. And I did like snuck my mic out and like pulled my Mac out and recorded this like 10 minute long just recording of my accounts of being there before it all got confiscated. (laughs) And in that I speak of like, this is happening for me and I trust that I'm in this moment right now and it's difficult to understand, but it's happening for me and I will understand it in time. And my only duty or my only task to myself right now is to meet this experience with as much of myself as I possibly can, to let myself think the thoughts and feel the feelings and be in it and find all of the parts of me that are numbing and avoiding the fullest experience of this, whether it's painful or joyous or, you know, like whatever the experience is my only duty that I feel for myself is to is to meet it and feel it and be in it and be with it and express it as fully as I can to myself and for others as well so my invitation for others is you know not to adopt a a spiritual view that like everything happens for a reason and this is great for you but rather to feel the celebration as deeply as you can and to feel the pain just as deeply and to feel the isolation and to feel the loss and to be in it and be with it and let it move through the body so that it can transform into something on the other side. That would be my, yeah, my words. Learn how to be adaptable. Even after 9-11, it wasn't too long that everybody got set back into their ways of doing things. Um, And the general population as a whole forgot what it felt to be shaken up. And that that was just a day. This has been a year or going close to a year. And so every day feels like 9-12. 
I guess you could say, and that we're still reacting to this thing that we don't have any control over. That said, you should kind of use that same philosophy, I think, whether or not there's a pandemic, whether, because you never know if tomorrow is going to hold certainty. You just have to learn how to be adaptable and go with the waves because those that don't get left behind. And so I think that that's really my, my main thing is you got to be aware. You got to, you know, if something does happen, if we, if there is another pandemic, which there will be sometime eventually, I'm sure you got to know where you've been, but also kind of go into that whole crank up the awareness, take away your blinders. You might've been living life the same way for five, six plus years. But there's a new, there's definitely a new stimulus in your life. And if it's another pandemic, you don't know how long it's going to be around. So you better get used to, instead of doing things a certain way, get used to being adaptable and going with the flow, whatever that flow might be. So, and take opportunities where they are. Be open. Don't be closed. If you're closed, you're going to have more issues than you would if you were open. And that means be more of an abundance thinker, less of my pie and what I'm focused on is mine. And I don't know, we don't know where things are going to be by the next time that this, this, you know, people might be reaching back for this, this information. We might be in a more abundant social entrepreneurial based world by then. And if so, then, you know, hopefully we have more tools that allow us to deal with the situation. But again, here's something that happened to get last time was in 1918 and we still haven't figured it out and we're still allowing it to affect our life. And it's a hundred years, years later. So we'll see if, if it, you know, in the future time that if it's actually something we have to, to worry about, it's hard to predict, but you know, I guess there's a, you can say that there's a theme to be more adaptable. So. There you go. These times remind us that we're all in it together. You know, we're all, you know, part of this human community and um, we got to take care of each other. And there are inconveniences we have to go through in order to take care of each other, but everybody is important. I don't even say that in a heartwarming way, but just, you know, we. There's stuff that sucks that we have to do, that we sacrifices we have to make, but we got to do it because we got to take care of everyone. First of all, it, it might not seem like it um, right now, but this, it will pass. You know, I've been looking back on the uh, 1918 pandemic and I think that one also seemed to, to go on for a couple of years. Listen to the professionals listen to what the doctors are saying and the health professionals and things will change it can be frustrating when one minute they're saying oh don't you don't need to wear masks and the next minute they're saying oh actually masks are useful and you know the guidelines keep changing but that's actually a good thing because it shows that we are learning from this that you know people are looking at what's happening and People are looking at, you know, the evidence and not just, you know, it may seem like, oh, they're just making up rules because, you know, last week 
they said we didn't need to wear masks and now everyone's saying, oh, no, no masks everywhere. But that actually means they're learning from what is happening and that progress is being made rather than just taking what we knew last week and assuming it to still be true. Despite this pandemic, it seems hopeless or even never ending. Despite that, there's, there's still hope for a year where this pandemic is over and that we just need to wait and be patient. And instead of, um, I guess, pushing ourselves too far or being hard on ourselves, we should just be patient and understanding and accepting of the things happening around us. First of all, take scientists seriously and listen to them even when they're slightly wrong because the knowledge is evolving, their prior knowledge and experience is better than a non-scientist who knows nothing at all. Secondly, look at every adaptation, whether it's easy or hard, as an opportunity for growth. Third, remember that compassion is required because even if in a pandemic, someone you know isn't, if you never know anyone who gets sick or dies, it doesn't mean it's not real, but it also doesn't mean that their lives aren't being affected by the pandemic or the, the crisis situation. You know, be compassionate with them if they're less than perfect. Um, be kind to people find kindness in your heart i'm not saying be nice i'm saying be kind i can be kind and be a bitch at the same time <laughs> i'm really good at that um because kindness is about do unto others right whereas nice is just a very superficial thing so i would say looking back on this remember to be kind look at every challenge as an opportunity every adjustment as a way to grow, believe in science, and remember to be grateful for what you have rather than being cupidness for what you don't have. You know, I think that the way we handle this pandemic is really reflective of, of society as we are in this generation. You know, I, I personally don't think that the U.S. thus far has handled it very well. Regardless of how it was handled, pandemics affect all of us throughout the world. And it's very selfish to only have individualistic thinking during this time. I think it's so in order to effectively handle what we're going through, we have to have the understanding that we're all living on the same planet. We're all going to be affected by this and we all need to come together in order to eradicate an issue like this. And so I think that that would be my message to any future generations that may need to deal with the pandemic is to keep that thinking in mind that 
we all have the same home. We're all going through this together. That's just, it, it's important to, to think about the greater good and think about people just outside of yourself. I would say it's difficult, but it is by no means insurmountable. The key things to getting through it are kind of steadfastness, patience, recognizing that no one and nothing is perfect, and that includes scientists, government officials, the whole thing, and taking time to educate yourself through multiple um, sources and venues, as well as taking time to also stop and breathe and focus on your mental health. What I've seen is that humans are, are just so wonderful and, and great in trying to handle whatever happens to them. And if, if you're lucky enough to have wonderful humans around you, and you then try to solve a problem or get through a really difficult time, I, I think nothing can, can be so devastating and bad that there won't be a way that you actually get through it. So I don't know if this book is then written, uh, not written, but read in 100 or 200 years, I'm sure we have not the slightest idea what type of problems they're actually looking at. But I still think that if, if you are trying to get through that together, uh, I can't imagine that that's not going to be possible in 100 or 200 years uh, anymore. I also observe that the, um, the tougher the problem gets, the better the people get as well. So um, I think they should be hopeful. A pandemic is bad and a pandemic can hurt people, um, but the systems and the government and the preparation that we have in place is what really makes the difference. And if you have good systems that can pivot quickly and that can respond to external threats, um, you can handle big challenges like a pandemic. And if you strip your systems down to the bare minimums and you don't get the best people in positions of power and you don't have streamlined management structures um, that are made to respond to things. It just multiplies the difficulties from anything. Um, we're looking at Texas right now. They had cold weather, but the infrastructure everybody depends on for their day-to-day -day life, like water and electricity, uh, wasn't up to the challenge of cold weather. So it could have been nothing and it could have just been a couple of cold days. And it's not a whole state's without electricity and a lot of people don't have water. And so you have to invest in the future and you have to make sure that you're able to respond to external threats. Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe. Stay well. <laughs>